Thanks for hitting play. You're listening to Bosque County Blast, your weekly podcast and news source for Bosque County. This week, we'll briefly discuss Clifton, Texas. We'll tell you a little bit about the past and then bring you up to speed on the present. So today we're going to be talking a little bit about Clifton, Texas. Clifton is the largest of eight towns that make up Bosque County. Now, this particular region of Texas lies right at the top of the hill country, uh, all really running all the way down into the Rio Grande Valley. Vast valleys here, grassy hills, knolls, and winding dirt roads, of course, make up much of the countryside here. Clifton is situated east of the Rogstad Mountain, down the river from Meridian, which is the Bosque County seat. My name is Arthur. And I'm Cynthia. If you like what you hear, visit our Patreon page and consider donating. Creating compelling content takes resources. By helping us cover those costs, you'll keep us digging for more Bosque County news. You'll find links to all of our social media and Patreon page by going to bosquecountyblast.com. Thanks for listening, and thank you for your support. Now, Clifton was founded in 1852 by Norwegian settlers. The town was designated the Norwegian capital of Texas in 1997 by state legislators, so it's definitely got some significance there with heritage, the introduction of actually the first Norwegian settlers in the county, as well as a celebration of the culture as it exists in Texas today. So we're going to return to that a little bit later, but just remember, the small town way of life is a huge part of why people want to be here. The purpose of this episode is to give listeners a little bit of history of Clifton. This will also glimpse some of our future episodes topics, but we'll try to hit the highlights as we cover each subject. Let's go ahead and start with the Bosque Arts Center. It is a beacon of both fine art and appreciation for the area. They've been presenting culture enriched in music, paint, metal, clay, drama, and other mediums for years now. The center is housed in the three-story historic 1923 former administration building of the Clifton Lutheran College, established in 1896. The college was shut down in 1954 and was occupied by a local manufacturing business before the BAC grew into what it is today. The institution is instrumental in providing support now for the community, as well as fine inspiration and entertainment regularly. Speaking of institutions, here's Cynthia to talk about another key landmark in Clifton. Thanks, Art. So, now let's talk about the Bosque Museum. It not only showcases ancient crafts and vessels, but also fossils and more recent artifacts within its hallways. These antiquities from early Texas settlers fill the museum and educate visitors about history in between both then and now. Something I'm really excited to share. Only three archaeological finds in North America consist of prehistoric human remains. The museum in Clifton features valuable information about the one excavated from Bosque County in 1970, in which a man and young girl were found preserved in a grave that would imply they were people of great importance. So, to continue, let's go back a hundred years. As the West began to fill with their early pioneers, several Norwegian families took up homesteads along the Brazos. Clifftown was coined from the jagged limestone cliffs that surround the area, 
Eventually, townsfolk dropped a couple of consonants, shortening the name to Clifton. For commercial farmers, hay is sown and harvested. So is cotton, corn, milo, oats, and wheat. Ranchers raise cattle, sheep, goats, and other farm livestock throughout. Sandy loamy soil fills a few parts of the county. Otherwise, most see black clay mixed with loam, rocky limestone, and cobble. Higher lands are well-drained compared to the lowlands, though soil is moderately deep to shallow throughout. This was confirmed by the U.S. Geological Survey in 1979. Evergreen trees are found in clusters on hills and roadsides, which is indicative of what you'll see driving the hill country. Of course, the native chaparral of the central Texas area can be spotted nearly everywhere. Now, let's take a step back. Going back to December 23, 1905, a devastating fire destroyed much of downtown Clifton. So this blaze spread from building to building, and it was extinguished eventually, but by the time it was, firefighters really only had bare structures of the business district remaining. So the town reacted to this tragedy by coming together and doing everything that they could to rebuild, with many of the structures that exist in the downtown today reconstructed then. Keep in mind this spirit of coming together, of community helping hands. This is a really key spirit to the area, the county, and of course the town. So years later, actually, community members, other members of the public, hospital staff, they all came together to stop the Goodall Witcher Hospital District from closing altogether, essentially keeping the doors of this local and rural hospital open for anybody that needs it in the area. Now, Clifton is situated decently close to Waco, going from Highway 6 towards Valley Mills that way. You can also take Farm Road 56. Uh, it's a little longer, but you can get to Waco that way as well, which, of course, has plenty of medical amenities necessary for the citizens of Waco and many of other hub communities around the area that ultimately come to Waco to either shop, take care of their needs in some other form of fashion, or visit. The townspeople said they could hear the vibration of the cattle long before you ever laid eyes on one. Much of the Midwest, including Texas today, is founded on the prosperity that came from those drives. Driving cattle across the plains, cowboys overcame adversity in all forms. They faced unpredictable waterways along the trail as a top challenge, the Brazos River that runs across Clifton, Texas is a good example of an unpredictable spot. Depending on rainfall, animals could walk across or swim. Swimming was the longer option, requiring several days for the entire herd to cross. An average herd consisted of between 3,000 to 5,000 cattle. The herds moved at a rate of about 15 miles per day, this was done to maintain grazing and healthy weight for auction. The trail was no small feat, often taking an average of more than two months. Even preserved meat would rot during the trip. Another challenge for the Wranglers. Cookies, or the designated cook on the trail, would overseason the spoiled meat to hide its foul taste. The famous Texas bowl of chili came about as a result 
Though the debate continues on whether true chili contains beans or not. Rice, beans, and anything that could be foraged were also sought by the cowboys before drives in meant a full pocket. So cattle could only mean one thing at that time to Clifton. Cowboys. And that was exciting for everyone involved. They bought local supplies at businesses all over town. They were the celebrities of the day with local children always getting followed around, uh, talking to them. Farmers and ranchers also contributed to the industry across the United States in addition to other crafted goods that were made in Clifton. So coinciding with that, the railroad became an essential lifeline to the rest of the country. At one point in history, the town actually moved from the east to the west side of the tracks due to the rails relocation. Passenger trains were popular in the area, with townsfolk going to Dallas and Houston due to a connection there. So, over the decades, railroad lines and conglomerates have emerged out of smaller lines. Everything is run a little bit more uniformly. For the most part, Amtrak runs passenger trains. There are some private lines uh, out and about U.S. and Canada. When all these conglomerated, passenger trains essentially agreed to lease tracks. Then it was a little bit different. You had competing lines. And so, for instance, the passenger line that was headed to Dallas from Clifton shut down in 1968. And it actually ended the train called the Texas Chief and its run in the area. So freight loads do, again, continue through the area today, which are the remnants of the Atchison, Topeka, and Santa Fe Railway's impact on the area. Now, today, it's BNSF, which, again, is not that far away, and there's still a Santa Fe in there. A railway crash that happened split the town in half in 1964. The tracks had to be cleared. It was an absolute nightmare of a disaster at that time. There was a gasoline truck that had attempted to cross the tracks without seeing the train. Of course, train, gasoline truck collided. The town was split in half for days. The train was carrying 81 passengers and the gas tanker truck, of course, the driver and a lot of gasoline. So the driver here at the time claimed that the train station, which was to his right, actually obscured the train which was coming from right to left ultimately the building itself caused the accident to happen which is interesting because the townsfolk and the railway took this seriously they actually moved the train station to the other side of the tracks for a time it became the clifton police department's headquarters in the 80s now after that the museum came in once the police department moved into a new building the Edwin Olson Railroad Museum today still has original descendants of some of the commissioners and people who worked for the railway and continues to provide this sort of historical part of Clifton that was really a huge thing for America at the time. The railway gave us a sense of connection across many miles that cars and other forms of transportation hadn't given us yet. Clifton became a haven for renowned works of art and artists. Murals by Megan Morris Major fill downtown 
with contributions from other artists making up the landmark Art Alley. In turn, the local art scene undoubtedly influenced the nature of the high school. With an intense appreciation for orchestrated band and the arts, that said, Clifton ISD holds its own in both academic and athletic pursuits. The Clifton Cubs come out strong season after season in football, track, basketball, softball, and baseball in university interscholastic league programs. The high school marching band wins awards each year. Having traveled to consecutive state competitions for decades, long-standing members of the community have dedicated their time to contributing back to that talent and education. Tradition runs strong with high turnout at parades, games, and sporting events for youth, which is also demonstrated by a strong 4-H program and thriving local AgriLife Extension office. Bosque County and Clifton, Texas, have much to offer in terms of beauty, culture, history, and entertainment. Traditions of history are both exhibited and highlighted by the Clifton Chamber of Commerce and Clifton Main Street. The chamber's role in all this is to raise funds to revitalize and preserve the downtown area a lot of building improvements uh, things that needed to be adjusted brickwork things that naturally happen and need to be maintained with older buildings though they do have a tendency to stand and last longer if maintained than say a traditional wooden structure it can still be difficult and it still can cost a lot of money as many people who undertake these projects know so they come with modernized amenities Accompanied by historically preserved interiors, it's a mix of both the antiquated and the modern, and it comes together well. It's a beautiful presentation of all of that. So, again, uh, Clifton Main Street actually has, I'd say, a different role. It comes in event function, definitely has its hand in preserving its own patch of history in Clifton, but it also focuses on garnering publicity and vendors for multiple events each year. So the organization switched focus to funding the restoration of the old Clifton stockyards and buildings for the future farmers of America and Clifton and elsewhere to come from all over the county. The Home Economics Building, which has been a focus of Clifton Main Street, is located next to the old auction barn, an old brick structure. Does need some work, but they have secured funds to continue to repair this structure and return the rodeo to this area. The... So again, going back to the Home Economics Building, that was the location of the Bosque County Fair and Rodeo for decades. There are people there who visit today who still remember selling all of their craft goods, all of the anything that they brought to exhibit as children, their hardest work. Ribbons still line the walls in that building from years ago from children that got to try out their adult skills a bit earlier on. The city of Clifton has a focus on citizen safety, providing city parks and economic growth via the EDC and, of course, the revitalization of downtown. Service organization volunteers are never far from the parks, fundraiser events, or uh, public gatherings even, and they really demonstrate a servant's heart in community spirit. And again, this is a key theme here. Community spirit well-wishing and 
just an acceptance of those who moved to the community who may not have been there, much like the first settlers did in this town, that spirit is still alive in welcome and acceptance. Local restaurants and food, they're to dine for frequently. Olaf's, the Corner Drug Cafe, Charo's, Zur Autobahn, Iron Cactus Grill, and the Red Caboose Distillery are located across Bosque County, but they're definitely more than enough to visitors, for visitors to whet their appetites on. So a lot of these businesses that we've been talking about for this entire segment They have been staples of not only the local families that run them, but really the community. People have come back generation after generation. To date, the town consists of more than 3,400 people, rich in both character and local history, and continues to grow. That concludes this episode. Thank you for listening. We are always looking for unique people and places throughout Bosque County. If you feel like you have a story to tell and want to be featured in one of our episodes, contact us for consideration by going to our website at www.bosquecountyblast.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter by searching Bosque County blast.